Ryan Little. <laughs> What's going on everyone you're tuned to fatima love cyber <laughs> because i do my name is fatima adelado and this season i will be spotlighting some amazing women in cybersecurity. listen as they share their experiences and bottom of the myths we've all heard about being a woman in this male-dominated industry we'll be taking a deep dive into how they started their journey in cybersecurity, some of the things that have helped them so far and practical ways to reduce the gender gap in this industry. Okay, I'm happy today to introduce my guest, my namesake, Salman Fatima. <laughs> Fatima is a data analyst and cybersecurity professional. She wears many hats, really. She is the vice chair of board on the Breaking Barriers Women in Cybersecurity Foundation. She's a committee member um, for the OWASP Women in AFSEC. She's an instructor with Cyber Preserve. She's a global member for the Women in Cybersecurity. She's an ambassador and advisor in Women in Cloud. I mean, it goes on and on. I'm really excited to talk to Fatima today to just talk about experience. And yes, welcome, Fatima. Nice to have you here today. Hi, hi, Fatima. And it's really hi. nice. To, it's really nice to be actually here meeting you. And I really like catching up with people on virtual coffees because you know, uh, now we're more connected across geographies. And I really took this plunge to actually come here and talk to you about things. And uh, congratulations on your podcast as well. I'm really happy for you that you're doing this great series that somehow would bring up more women who have been doing a great job, but maybe not in the limelight or maybe, but you know, knowing more about them could actually push others as well. So really kudos to you for that. And talking okay. about myself, mm-hmm. my name is Saman Fatima. I'm joining from India and uh, I have been into this industry for uh, over five years now. Uh, I've started in 2017 and down the line I've come being a great, great big time cyber enthusiast. And with every passing day, I see a lot of new things. I learn a lot of new things via communities or via people who I get connected with. And this somehow keeps the ball moving of how you can, you know, deep dive more into the domain. I haven't done any uh, sort of graduation or uh, you know special kind of diploma in cyber security I've done normal engineering but there I was introduced to a lot of subjects and you know that really drove me towards this community so uh, currently I am a data engineer uh, in, a, in a Sydney based investment bank Macquarie group here from the operating from India so I'm part of that team and yeah, I am. I would really call up myself a cyber enthusiast who wants to learn more in it, and you know how I can keep myself moving into the space. So great to meet you today. Thank you very much, and you've um, adequately captured um, my essence for the Women in Cybersecurity series. Yes, is to um, is to encourage more people. You know, women that haven't seen a lot of women in cybersecurity. You know that myth of there is, is a male-dominated industry. Yes, it is, but there are a lot of women, you know, um, excelling in the field. And um, it's just my, it's my hope that this series will, you know, spotlight those of us like you, you know, that are in the cybersecurity industry and you know, ex- excelling in their 
chosen domain, right? And also to then encourage more people who want to go into the field and just celebrate those that are there. Um, I think a lot of women that are doing a lot of good things or great things are not celebrated enough. So um, it is my, it is just my, um, it's just something that I have interest in. I want to celebrate us. I want to encourage more people and I'm happy that you're here today. Thank you very much. Uh, so um, thanks for sharing your background. I'll just go now. I think already, and this is what I said about, you know, the podcast, you're able, you're not able to like stick to the script, but I think that's refreshing. And that's the, that's the beauty of conversation. So right now I'll just go to the first question, um, uh, which is basically um, talking about the underrepresentation of women in the cybersecurity field. So um, in your own um, opinion and based on your experience so far, what would you say are the main causes for you know the small representation or the underrepresentation of women in cybersecurity? That's a really great question. Uh, something uh, you know which should be put out in public that why we do not see a lot of women. Like what is the cause there and why we're so much underrepresented and called up as a smaller section. Uh, so it's basically you know uh, once you hear that this particular area or industry is highly highly male dominated and you have certain experiences which you never wanted for yourself but you get it at your workplaces that makes you more demotivated and all these factors actually contribute towards your work towards what you towards how you want to do things and etc that's particularly one reason uh, that's more making them you know draw them away from the industry mm-hmm. apart from that uh, we've heard a great hype for it like you know this particular area needs a lot of programming and coding you know lessons for you to have it but actually it is not we have a good balance of both the roles where you would be working more on the management part of security architecture as well apart from developing codes designing codes that's a different section for it so you know people also think about it and take a step back that we're not that much competent enough uh, to you know be part of this role the third would be a lot of people you know who are not into cyber they are part of different industries but somehow are interested into cyber so you know a big time example i'll take it for myself that i am not from the cyber space i haven't done anything special nothing as such that but still i am a learner so you know once you get those resources once you get those mentors in the uh, industry you feel more into it and you put in a lot of your efforts in learning things i've seen a lot of people who have been into media or other industries and they're really really learning well and they have they have this space even females as well but a lot of other females they actually really feel scared to take that step to actually come up and you know drive through a new industry start their career afresh and you know see how the culture works for them but you know the culture is more of male inclined so it becomes a little tough it becomes a little uncomfortable for a lot of women to actually gel in and be a part of it 
so you know it ranges from a person who is novice or a person who is transitioning and how do they perceive the industry how welcomed they are and that's how something they you know are underrepresented or a smaller section of people you know once they go like females they if they go on uh, career breaks because of their family or any other cause that also creates a barrier there right. that they're not able to come back and they feel really you know scared to be back into the industry that the industry has moved way forward in front of them mm-hmm. and they have to put in a lot of efforts with a lot of other responsibilities as well so that's a different take when we talk about females that they have a lot of responsibilities and you know with that if they take a career break and then come back it's a little tough for them to actually chime in so okay. those are my reasons which i've seen uh, have been really intriguing for females to be underrepresented in the industry those are interesting reasons um so um some of the things you touched on include you know being the fact that the the industry is heavily male dominated um the requirement or the myth that um coding is something that is uh, like a necessity something that is um compulsory before you enter the field especially as an as someone that is transitioning right so that could be a bit scary is what i hear you say and also the fact that maybe women that have taken you know time off to raise their families and then hearing all of these things might be some you know factors that are distracting or that are causing represent underrepresentation of women in cyber security okay um so um i'm tempted to um uh, you know ask a question that has been nagging at me for a while why do people why do people fear coding so much why do you think like so assuming um, that coding is absolutely an absolute necessity right assuming all the roles in cyber security requires coding Why is it such a deterrent factor do you think for people that they just then shy away from cyber security uh, just because they think yes you need to know how to code in your opinion yeah, in my opinion what i've seen what i've felt across in my 5 years of journey is people really prioritize a person who is a coder who is a developer and they consider that what they do is something really important for the organization that's something through which we are uh, creating products or developing things we are actually we are like what we see the end result of in any application is something what a developer has worked on but somehow because of lesser experiences or we actually skip those levels where we stop considering actually i want to quote this that we stop considering that you know development is just not the only thing there are a lot of other things and a zillion lot of things that goes to actually put that website uh, you know live for the end users so people have to start understanding and this really comes from all the genders a lot of people have this notion that you know if you're a coder oh my god that's such a cool job and you code in this amazing language you can make anything so why like do run away why do people why do people then run away from coding like what is so what is so challenging you know what is that big um factor in coding that scares people so much 
actually it was scary for me as well initially when i joined my first organization but you know uh, what i thought at that level that what scared me with that language was i was working with bean shell i was entirely new for it and you know giving your devotion understanding the environment how does the language actually works and you know with every language you can create a lot of amazing things but you know you have to understand you have to give time spend time that that's how you can develop logics if you could create that logics you can actually put down that into codes and at times people do run away from it and i would not say deliberately but we also have to consider that there is a different section as well who actually doesn't like coding they they are not they're not built in the way to be a coder or to code things they may be on the other hand maybe they're problem solvers they could solve those problems well or they could you know analyze the architecture well or you know they could manage things well so you know that is why we have a lot of positions and this is the way how you perceive things people how they perceive and also i would like to mention fatima that you know when any person is given any code frame that you have to create this snippet and if the person is really scary and not able to do it a lot of factors also comes in with the culture how you would be treated uh, when you do not submit that snippet of code how you would be judged so a lot of these factors as well uh, complement with the fact that yes they do not like coding they run away from it because of how uh, you know people would say that oh no you don't know how to write hello world that's so sad so you know that's something which really intrigues a lot of uh, people in the industry right. and they run away from it so how people actually treat you that you don't know so if you say like i work in xyz thing i manage this okay you're not coding so attends people have this notion as well about coding as well that they prioritize it too much that it should not be being technical is one thing and you know uh, okay the ones we talked is another so if i can summarize just some of the things i'm hearing now is that just the fact that people view coding as that really cool um or um important role that they then have the fear of if i'm unable to do it well then i'll be judged by people and then they have the fear of failure and also the time it takes to actually learn coding some people don't have that necessarily have that time and then you also said just the fact that other people just have other skills that they can also pursue and so there's no need to actually then focus on the coding or, or the roles that require coding and some people just don't like coding right and yeah um yeah thanks for you know putting in that perspective um my next question now would be um what are some of the resources or some of the things that got you interested in cybersecurity so let me rephrase that what are some of the things that actually got you interested in cybersecurity and what are you know are there any resources that helped you as a woman that you would maybe um pinpoint and you know could potentially help other people or attract other people into the same career path yeah surely that lengthy so you want me to break it down so basically what are the things that got you interested in cybersecurity and what are those things that have helped you 
that potentially help other people i think it's it's simplified that way yeah 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 thanks for that so i'll go back many years back when i was in college and um, you know that was the space that was the time when i actually saw few subjects introduced in my curriculum and that's how i got to know bits about cyber security you know prior to that i had no idea about cyber security nothing at all like something like security you know actually is there is the only thing i knew was you know surveillance cameras and cctvs that's the only thing i knew about security and nothing else like what went uh, behind the frames and uh, that was the time i was introduced to a lot of subjects like uh, information security and we learning about a lot of uh, laws we're learning about a lot of isos you know those series we learned about and uh, we also dwelled a lot into cryptography as well so you know that was really really new for me that you know if i write hi fatima that i could encrypt it and i could send it to you and somebody in the middle also can you know uh, steal those things and um, you know uh, everybody would a lot examples about bob alice and you know we had those examples on uh, encryption or the key system which we study about or man right. in the middle attack so right. those were really really uh, interesting for me and that's how was the base built up and that was the time i got interested and got really happy about it and then landed up into my first job and did my training into that and that's how you know how i've seen things so far and that made me a big time enthusiast for cyber and you know uh, play in it more and then when we talk about the journey how i have you know crossed paths with a lot of amazing yeah. people okay okay go on go on go on sorry sorry Okay, I've crossed I've crossed paths with a lot of people mm-hmm. uh who have really mentored me in a way and when we talk about the resources I have taken help from a lot of people I have been part of a lot of amazing cyber communities mm-hmm. uh where actually I have attended a lot of sessions I've connected with the like-minded people and taken all those notes and then you know did my uh, studies as well so we know that there are a lot of domains in cyber security so for me i did put across you know ample amount of time like putting yeah. just in you know knowing the basics of it mm-hmm. to understand the different domains and then probably choose which one i want to go forward with which ones do interest me a lot so that's something i collected a lot of free resources and i would like to also mention here that you know when we talk about resources always try to search for resources which are freely available and there are tons and tons of resources which are available on the internet you just have to find it and read across it maybe youtube or other community channels where you could get those resources and probably go through it and see for yourself what the platform or what the domain is actually offering you and that is something really important for you to understand how application security is different from network security just the basics of it to draw differences and know more about cyber security so that's what i I did and connected with a lot of people grew my network and you know that's how I I see myself that you know you cannot be restricted you cannot study or grow in silos 
but rather you have to connect with people like minded people and understand what were their experiences how do they help you with things and you go about with it yeah yeah thank you very much um so i like just the last thing that you said now you can't grow in silos and that is really important in cybersecurity evidenced by some of the things that you have done so including you know connecting with like minded people in the industry um also in terms of just searching for resources there can be an overwhelming amount of resources out there and i'm happy or i'm glad that you mentioned you know just the different domains available in cybersecurity and how you can then basically um chart your learning path towards you know whatever area of interest that you know that speaks to you and you also mentioned you know the curriculum at school a lot of school, i mean i think you are one of the few people now that have <laughs> i mean um that have basically benefited from that a lot of people um starting or um, starting their career did not have access to um just a, a, a an exposing or ex- curriculum that exposed them to cyber security so i think you're one of the few people i didn't have um you know lucky enough <laughs> luckily i mean you're one of the lucky few i didn't have um, curriculum that necessarily exposed me to cyber security even haven't studied computer science so um that that is really good and i think it's something that would need to change or it's something that would need to you know for all schools to you know further adopt so that people can then be exposed as early as possible to cybersecurity and um yeah thank you i'll move to the next question now and um you were going to speak about this but now i'll just ask you now so um the next question is basically what you would say about your experience you know working in the corporate world and where you are, how i mean how that has been so far for me uh, i consider that that's my personal opinion that uh, with what all learning i take every day i'm really growing for myself and that's really important how i see things or uh, two years down the line i'm way different uh, in doing things or in excelling things or being involved with people or different communities so when i talk about uh, my corporate ladder uh, the bread and butter <laughs> for me and my needs so um, i'm really enjoying that because um, I just mentioned that I've just switched roles. I was working in identity and access management as a DevOps engineer and now I work primarily as a data engineer. Um it's just a reversal of roles that with the previous roles I was getting more data but here I am analyzing that data, you know, and particularly ingesting into correct uh, verticals to be used and that's something new for me because uh, data is something a budding and booming area as well. Mm-hmm. uh when you cross their paths with cyber security and how things go forward with it when you take uh, a data set and you know you feed that in and you have the mission of data driven culture so for me the ladder is working fine and uh, how i see things uh when i actually plan up is you know just seeing back two years and seeing how i have transformed things with myself am i still you know under a monotonous cloud uh, of working on same things so that's my full time job and when i look at my community involvement how much uh, you know i have volunteered what things are left for me to learn and grow and you know be more vocal about this it's something i i am interested into so you know if 
this year i am working more on the security postures i would probably want that next year i'm picking up a fresh new topic for myself and you know uh, learning about it and you know making myself clear for it so that i could research new things uh, on it and you know present it at at places so that's my two goals that i keep that you know my corporate ladder in my full time job is also excelling and when i talk about my community work how i am shaping my knowledge how i am giving it out to the community should also you know increase every year so when i look back in 2017 i was really new i knew nothing and with every passing year i have you know learned a lot of things from people and i'm really really proud and honored to mention them a big time thanks to a lot of people who have actually helped me down the line in these 5 years and made okay. me sustain into this industry that's really good <laughs> that's really good um it just goes back to what you just said earlier about not working in silos like you can't be by yourself so um yeah thank you um so i guess my next question for you would be just a brief discussion or description of your role i mean i, I know you, you talked about identity and access management and now data management does that in any way involve like um security do you ensure like security controls are you know embedded in the processes or in the maybe the verification or validation um process of you know maybe collection or dissemination of data or how exactly does you know security um you know um come into your role i guess okay um uh, with my previous role when i was a devops engineer i was working under identity and access management so as the name says i was working uh, towards you know identity and what all accesses they have mm-hmm. and sort of you know uh, when sod comes in picture that separation of duties so mm-hmm. that was the main hub i was working on and i was working on the gartner's tool salepoint okay. and uh, Uh, you know working on all what the tool was offering as part of functionalities but when i uh, say that i've spent 4 years into identity and access management and that made me really uh, happy to you know actually bid farewell to that particular role and learn something new for myself so that i could open more channels for myself so i opted for this role offered in my organization that's you know uh, working towards the mission of data driven organization uh, making and promoting that right. and that made me a data engineer and working on really fresh tools of uh, how data can be validated how data can be ingested transformed or extracted using a lot many uh, you know tech stack of uh, hadoop and how you involve big data into it so you know that is uh, more on the data validation and strategy part how do you visualize realize it how do you know see it right. for your business right. and eventually down the line when all these things are already set up we'd be introducing ml and security postures as okay. well okay. to you know align more towards that data which we uh, you know push it forward to different verticals so that's the major agenda that uh, i want to draw with my current role okay okay thank you um <laughs> moving on um So in terms of just um organizational adoption of um cybersecurity what would you like to see more of in terms of diversity what would you want organizations to do more of 
diversity is something really close to my heart uh, you know with the onset of diversity equity and inclusion uh, that's something i really really would hold i am myself vice chair of board for a community uh, with two of my other colleagues that's bbwic foundation and with that community and with what i've perceived all these years diversity is really important and you just cannot take just one gender ahead or you know people from your own geographies or anything that you're considering and when we talk about diversity it's been very prevalent now in organization that they uh, you know have diversity positions but still more or less it's considered more of a checklist right now it's more of a process right. that they have to complete right um Uh, when i was in my previous organization in a team of 30 people we had three girls so that's the ratio i am just talking about male female here i am not involving other genders that's very important very very important for you to have it right. and that wasn't there you know uh, i have also seen a lot of uh, you know colleagues slash friends of mine who are like single girls single girl in the entire team of 10 people mm. so that's something if you're saying that your team is a diverse diverse team with one female in it mm-hmm. I-, i would really really say no to that because <laughs> uh, you know you can excel there i'm not saying that but it's not with every person that right. alone in a squad of 10 people you could actually give out your best or you know the culture is supportive enough um you know you actually need broader mindset right. people with a lot of different ideas with a lot of different you know it, it's really happy when you sit around the table and when you get a different perspective absolutely uh, from different people so mm-hmm. maybe for example me and you are in the same team we're not able to give that perspective to that mm-hmm. particular problem but a person who is maybe neurodiverse or a person uh, who is from a different geography a person uh, you know apart from male female what what we talk about as the sex ratio right. uh, we're talking about going you know more ahead of these things so when we have these sort of people in our team that would be more more you know good for us to understand the dynamics of the organization of the problem so you know having neurodiverse candidates or people of color or people of different geographies that's very very important so that really makes your team diverse rather than just you know having one female and 10 guys in your team and ticking off that you know checklist that okay we wanted to have one diverse candidate we hired one female and that's all we're good so you know people have to understand the criticality of it and down the line if you know diversity is not actually pushed in this will actually you know take down a lot of teams so that's very important diversity this is really good perspective so um uh, and i think it's important that you then um broaden it such that it's not i mean for diversity and what you would like to say is um to the point where for organizations it's not even just about you know just checking some or ticking off some checklist of oh i have a male i have oh, i have one female i have all this male it should be more than that it should also be a combination of people from different nationalities different uh, religious backgrounds and all this then come together to form like a um, richer perspective richer learning experience and growth 
for the organization. I think that's really that's really important. Thanks for bringing that in. Um, so my next question now would be um, for people that or women. I think we've, we've spoken to this. Uh, those people that are scared to, you know, um, people think cybersecurity because they have that fear of coding. What would be your advice to them? I would really want to say that uh, I do a job which is a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. I do coding in the day's time as well. And I work on other operational bits as well. So uh, if you want to become like a pure coder, there is a job for you. If you don't want to code, there is a job for you. If you want to do both, you know, uh, have the pool of both the side operational and the development and you have a job for it so i just wanted to make it very clear that we have jobs for everything it's just you just have to take a step ahead explore it and go for it learning is common with all the jobs you have but if you don't want to do coding that's totally fine that's totally fine we have a lot of posts without coding as well and people are really excelling there uh, they have put in a lot of efforts even females have seen amazing uh, leaders there as well so you know you just have to take a step ahead and explore and learn so that's okay. my take on it that's good thank you very much um so i'll move to the next question now and it's basically just um about mentorship right um especially in cyber security what's your take mentorship is really close to my heart <laughs> because i've always um you know believed in the quote that learning from someone who makes you grow is actually a true mentor there and that i really believe into and that's why i have mentored a lot of people like i am mentoring few people i have been a mentee to a lot of people as well because i consider there is no age there is no bar there that you should put that you cannot become somebody's mentee that you like for example you think no i have spent these many years i don't need somebody else to mentor me i am perfect so i don't think that I am also a mentee uh, to my mentor currently through a community. I will talk more about it in few seconds. But just to, I wanted to mention that you know, you know, learning from a person who has actually spent more years or maybe has more experience in that particular field which you want to learn for will give you more of his or hers experience, and so that you can be more comfortable, you can learn from it, and you know, be more. Uh, you know comfortable in that or you know easily learning from there so uh, i have been part of women in cyber security's visas mentorship program i am a mentor again. there women in cyber security yes visas yeah visas w i c y s yeah yeah women in uh, cyber security yes 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 yes, yes, yes. yes. i know so, that yeah that's you great. have a, you have a, an affiliate or is it a general one Yeah, like I'm affiliated. Yeah, I am affiliated to the India chapter, That's but I'm a global member as well. Right. So um, I joined their uh, mentorship program, and I signed up as a men- mentor as well as a mentee. Mm-hmm. And that was a great, like a life-changing experience for me because I've never been somebody's mentor, or you know, I've been 
a lot of people's mentee but this was like a official place for mentor mentee right and this is going like i've you know i've spent 6 months and it's really going great that i'm learning from somebody for my own issues for my own things which i need help with and mm-hmm. i even have five university students so you know they are they yet have to start their careers in cyber and how they want them to you know help them better with their career with their work with their interests you know what sort of resources they should use so i really really feel uh, glad and proud uh, when they come up with great newses or when they come up with just that that we explored your vision we explored how you set things and that is something working for me so you know helping them take a step ahead and growing that really makes me glad and i think mentorship is really good for people who actually want to put in efforts and take things forward and grow for that and sorry about that just um okay okay so thank you um i also think mentorship is really important um i i used to feel a bit of comfortable with the word mentorship i don't know why but i think you bring you bring an interesting perspective to just say that there's no like limit or bar to you know mentoring because um so you don't have to have attained like 20 years before you're able to mentor other people uh you can have you could have had like a year or two experience and you're able to then share that experience with other people and that helps your journey so um that's really good thank you for that i've, I've even seen actually people with 20 years of experience also being a mentee yeah. so that's like keeping Absolutely. your ideas open to yes. learn from somebody yes. maybe younger yes that's yes. totally okay and i think that's called reverse engineering so um mentoring mostly is when you learn from someone who has more experience than you but i think we we focus so much on years of um having been in the industry before you meanwhile i mean so someone that has 10 years of experience but not necessarily for example someone who's maybe focused on coding uh or someone who has more governance skill can actually benefit from someone who then has like coding experience as well so that i i think it's it's that that's absolutely absolutely critical yeah. thanks for making that point um my final question i think i think <laughs> would be that so um you've given you you sort of spoken to people that are scared of you know venturing into cybersecurity because of the fear of coding but just now i want you to maybe give a general advice to people that are just women that are looking to start cybersecurity or they are just enthusiastic or they just know that oh there's something called cybersecurity and they don't know where to start from or they don't know if they should start what would be your uh, i guess recommendation or, or, or word of advice to those people that are just um, curious about cybersecurity that's an amazing question and uh, i'm really glad that you know i'm able to give out an answer for that and help a lot of women who actually wants to start their career here being transitioned or being novice right so i just wanted to say one thing that if you want to learn things you mm-hmm. have to have that learning mindset Definitely. because uh, this particular industry is really vast mm-hmm. there are there are you know zillions of zillions of topics things that you can explore and that you can learn and that you can excel and grow Mm-hmm. so the very first thing that you have have to have is push yourself 
have that learning mindset mm-hmm. prepare yourself that you will you know come into this industry learn a lot of things and secondly i would say be active on you know the uh, corporate uh, channel that is linkedin and i would strongly recommend to be active there because a lot of things actually i've learned from linkedin by connecting to people so networking becomes really really important here because you never know for example what fatima does you want to learn from it you want to you know take help from her so you can directly connect with her take all those notes ki okay i've seen your that post i really love that note you know can we talk more about it so that's right. something you actually connect with people geographically right. you know demographic should not be a big time thing here you can connect easily and then uh, to keep everything in a holistic way communities come in really really handy Absolutely. they actually transform your personality they give you a vision they actually help you with a lot of things as a mentor as well you know you can be mentored by someone through that community and that community actually gives you a lot of opportunities to be part and learn more so and the very last thing that i wanted to mention is internet internet is a sea of information you right. can have it all from there you just have to you know type it uh, you know how to understand the fundamentals of linux and you get zillions of zillions links videos yes <laughs> yeah yeah so you know you have a lot of things on plate and you can explore it for yourself you just have to have that learning mindset and just have to take that one step ahead don't worry you know there was a day when we all also started it and now we have been into the industry for a while now we know a lot of people so i'm really glad if anybody comes back to me ask for help i'd be really happy to help them with what all is in my reach because uh, you know i know a lot of people from different domains and i can you know redirect to those people so networking becomes really handy when you need help so you know don't be scared just come up start things gradually i'm not saying spend like 2 hours on linkedin no give 10 minutes initially every day 10 minutes send at least five you know at least connection request to people you think are from the domain or you think you want to learn from them write them messages that i'm really interested in this and that i've seen your this post and you know connect with them so you know for starters you can give 10 minutes and then eventually when it becomes your habit to explore the app and see things how does it work you can you know uh, work more on it and spend more time or even not and you know depending on what's the need is so just take a step ahead and come come forward and there's a lot of learning there's a lot of fun it's not just boring things things have not transformed <laughs> into a lot of fun things that you can understand security absolutely. also in an easy way absolutely so, absolutely um, um i mean i i think you said it all uh, don't be scared network which is really important and for me it's 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 actually helpful that most of the people that I've met I mean I didn't know you we're talking now um you're all the way in India and back in Nigeria and Africa and um it's just amazing how open the cybersecurity community is especially on LinkedIn you're able to reach out to people that you have no um form of um, ex- you know previous ex- relationship with yeah. and people are so open to help and to give you resources and to recommend people and resources and i think those are some 
really helpful things about the community and those are some things that i always preach as well to people yeah please reach out uh i mean don't become a stalker obviously <laughs> but yeah reach out <laughs> to people and people are willing to help and yeah, I, I guess those are some of the reasons why i wanted us oh i wanted to start this series so people are able to hear these things you know it's not just one person saying it and it's something that has come up in most of um the people that have you know reached out to put this series it's something that keeps coming up you can relate to people you can network with people and people are actually willing to help so um i hope people hear this how people are yes. encouraged by this and i hope people uh you know try the try i mean try cyber security give it a try one step at a time yeah. i'm sure I'm there's sure. a lot of there's a lot of scope and a lot of open positions yeah. like a lot of positions that are open which go open year by year because we have less people in cyber so it's really recommended for you to just explore this right. and because it's the new booming you know uh, industry yeah. and you know with every day how it is booming cyber security is also becoming a beast yeah. so we need more <laughs> we need more people do. with that with that mindset to come and join and just for the coding section we just have talked a lot about it but there are a lot of sections where you can put in and invest more time and be competent in that and help you know fine tune the organization and the data which you work with so you know uh, listening to this uh, talk which we had uh, you would also know that we also started one day we also connected with people one day we also do not know each other but there are common things through which you connect with people right. and you know those connection lasts for long Absolutely. so that is that is a great thing that i see of community and you know with networking what comes there that you have a family apart from your physical family Amazing. you know people who have helped you you know people who have helped you in your corporate ladder who have helped you you know in times you know when you just have imposter syndrome so you know a lot of people actually come there and create a pool and become your family so you know be open to that side of the family as well amazing amazing um insights so um to end it i'll just you know quote some of the things you've said now um for those that are you know enthusiasts people that are looking from cyber security if you've not heard of you know enough reasons to come just hear what fatima just said it's a booming industry it's growing um when it's becoming a beast you know in her words and we need more people you know so please feel free please try cyber security come in um come obviously you know um try the different domains see what speaks to you see what ticks for you and um build your skills in them and just you know just just um explore basically there's 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 enough room yeah. for all um um skills and all competences uh thank you very much fatima this has been really really interesting and um i will let you know um once it's up for um i hope you know for everyone to listen so i hope people enjoy the session as much as i did um <laughs> i didn't spend i didn't i didn't think we'd spend this long but that's what happens with conversation <laughs> I, i mean it just has yeah. the, the the intended outcome people are encouraged by yeah. this and i hope that people just see just how good you are also doing in cyber security um great job with your um with your you know current role and i wish you the best in you know your continued endeavors and i'm here you know um to collaborate um on your future uh, projects as well and i'll reach out to you i need you in yeah. the future
kind of perfect. Yeah, exactly.